When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Mowers, start your engines. It's the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Yes, good morning. Great to have your company on the Mowers Club. And it's uh, Adam Peacock alongside Nick Davis, but not really. Through technology, the wonders of technology, Nick Davis coaching in Melbourne today. Super coach, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. How are we? Can't wait for our soccer Twitter poll. Can't <laughs> wait for our daily soccer Twitter poll. It took up all of my Saturday afternoon. If nothing but passionate, our soccer fans, aren't they? I warned you. Be nice you did, to the world game did. today, otherwise another one's going up, all right? You did, but it was a uh, a strong and hefty debate on Twitter <laughs> last week, But it was, and balanced. I'll say there was some balance in there. It was interesting, but uh, it was good. You got called some names that you hadn't heard in a while, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. I can't spell, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway... Um, yeah, welcome to the show. We've got a big show ahead. Uh, looking forward to the next three hours on the Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you think or what's on your mind on the text line 0457 736 736. Coming up on the show, we just heard as leading in the big match today at 3 o'clock that you'll hear on SEN is the Brisbane Broncos up against the Warriors. So it's the not Den and Kent Cup. It's not the Kevin Campion Cup. It'll be the Motu Tony Trophy. So Motu Tony is going to join us. He played for both. So we uh, always like to get a guest on the Mowers Club who has played for both clubs, appearing in the SEN match at 3 o'clock from the NRL. Your man, Jamie Soward, he's got a big weekend. Uh, Nicholas, he's coaching tomorrow, the NRL W semifinals. Yeah, he is. He's done a really good job, Sowie. And, yeah, we've been uh, good mates for a long time. And he was sort of hesitant to, to go, oh, look, I just want to be part of, you know, a skills coaching thing. I don't really want to go down the head coaching uh path but um he's done a really good job with the with the dragons girls they they play a, a great um a really good brand of footy i've obviously known how we have watched a lot of their games and uh they're playing well and yeah it's finals time there and uh, he's a big finals man, so he played good in some finals there, and he's the field goal specialist. So hopefully for him it doesn't get down to a field goal, but uh, I'm looking forward to those games. Yeah, those uh, games will happen at Leichhardt Oval tomorrow. Dragons taking on the Gold Coast Titans, who did actually knock off the Brisbane Broncos, the benchmark in NRLW. And after that one, the Bronx will take on the Roosters. So those matches tomorrow, and Jamie Sauer joining us later on. Doug Bollinger will join us to talk about lawns and cricket and cricket and lawns. It's a fair bit happening in cricket this weekend. We've got this not insignificant matter of a World Cup final tomorrow from over there in New Zealand with the women. And you've got the Sheffield Shield at the moment. The Australian men are over in Pakistan still. So we'll ask Doug about all of that. And uh, this guest we've lined up, Nick, from the world of football. Maybe we can do a Twitter poll with Dwight York, Manchester United, Aston Villa legend, and Sydney FC legend as well. He wants to get into coaching. 
Is this going to be the uh, do as I say, not as I did as well, <laughs> if all night Dwight gets into coaching a la Nick Davis? Surely. But I have, uh, and, and we are obviously uh, good mates also with uh, probably his best friend in, uh, well, he calls him his best friend, uh, Mark Bozabosnich. Yep. So it'd be interesting to get a little bit of balance on some of these things that we've heard throughout the years. Well, I think Boz has saved himself from himself this week. He's picked up a little bout of COVID. He's okay, but uh, he was going to catch up with Dwight York and... Yeah, they had some fun back here in 1999 when they came down for a pre-season tour of Manchester United. And what about that story? When they came here for a pre-season tour, Sir Alex Ferguson actually had to stay back in England to receive his knighthood. So they sent the assistant to look after the children on oh, a pre-season tour. And uh, yeah, things got a little loose. charge of the asylum there. And apparently when they got to Hong Kong and Fergie met up with him, it was the the king-size bollocking that they copped for their extracurricular behaviour at times out here. But Dwight York, I had a chat to him yesterday, actually, for the other job that I got, Code Sports, and he talked about the fact that that all-night Dwight, Monica, was a little unfair because not once did he miss a training session, not once did he show up drunk, not once did he do anything that diminished his responsibilities as a footballer, and he was a damn fine footballer as well. He won all those trophies with Manchester United. Your team, Nick, so I'm sure that you'll go in depth Absolutely. with uh, your love oh, of your absolutely. great club. Absolutely. Who was six in I've the Premier I've never League. worn that jersey again since that no, day. The Chicharito one. <laughs> That's the most astonishing scene, I think. One of the more astonishing scenes I've seen, actually, when Ronaldo joined and you've come in with a Chicharito jersey. Yeah, on, so, yeah, Dwight will join us a bit later on. And, of course, Lord Tristiano Merlihan. Big day of racing up here. They'll, they'll get the races away happily, Nick. Uh, it blowing a gull yesterday, which would have helped, and not as much rain around today at Randwick. Absolutely, it'll be uh, with the southerly in. It'll be spinnakers up down the uh, <laughs> down the home straight at uh, at Royal Randwick. But hopefully, yeah, first day of the championships, everyone involved, uh, owners, participants, trainers, jockeys, uh, anyone that can get out there. Hopefully, it's um, it's a big one. But yeah, you can normally set your uh, clock to it that whenever there's going to be a big race meeting at Randwick, that it's going to pour down rain for a week. So um, yeah, hopefully everything gets uh, they get the meeting done and everyone gets through safe and. Uh, Hopefully some of the battlers can pick up some prize money. And I'll be heading out there next week, Nick, so it's in the opposite direction to where I live. Um, can I get a lift home with you on the way and you just kick <laughs> us out halfway so I can get to yep. Randwick on time? No worries. I'll get there for the first. Excellent. Yeah, we can do that. I might stay for a couple. You never know. Yeah, might even invite you in, given you, you gave us a lift. <laughs> There we go. (laughs) Nice to be. Uh, NRL, remember, uh, SEN every week broadcasts four games tonight, of course, or this afternoon. It's coverage of the Warriors and the Broncos from Redcliffe, and uh, all of that will kick off following crunch time, which follows us here on the Mowers Club. And uh, the Sharkies, Nicholas, live in the area. I'm glad you started there and we didn't go back one more day. What's that? Are we going to go there? What? West Tigers, Titans. Oh, no, no, no. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Didn't it? It, it did. It, it was one of those things, and you kept watching it, and Gibbo, you said it as well. At 60 minutes, it's still two all, and you're like, oh, oh actually, I'm I'm chips in here. I'm, <laughs> I'm pot committed. I've got to watch this all the way to the end to see if anything actually happens. I think we've got to ask Dwight maybe to watch that game and just learn a little bit about Michael Maguire and just say, mate, do you really want to go down this path? Look at that man's face after 80 minutes <laughs> where he's – Poor Side guy. couldn't score a try. You felt for him, Michael Maguire. Yeah, two all. Our soccer friends would be happy with that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's an avalanche. It's a bonanza. <laughs> it's a bonanza. But in all in all honesty, West Tigers fans, if you're out there, four five seven seven three six seven three six, 
It has to be a nail in someone's coffin there. You would think so. It has to be. It was a wonderful advertisement for relegation from the NRL. (laughs) But it's a bit like... We can have a new poll. (laughs) Could an A-League team beat the West Tigers? (laughs) (laughs) And which one? (laughs) Could... Like it was like watching a really bad movie, but you think to yourself, "Look, I've got this far. I may as well stick it out to see how how it turns yep. out." Sharknado, for instance, it was the Sharknado <laughs> of rugby league games. Oh, but you want them? It had the build up of the week, the standalone, the Thursday night. Yep, this is our opportunity. And look, and probably. Off the back of it and the Titans, uh, I did read, are probably getting all the way with a little bit given, you know, the, the firepower that they've got. But the West Tigers, it's, uh, I listen to, uh, I do listen to our boys um, on the run home. And they were talking, like, Luke Brooks has gone through four coaches. Like, he's had four coaches. Yeah. And there's got, it's got to be, and there's four nails in four coffins. It's it surely, surely. Yeah, starts from the Jackson top. Jackson Hastings. Starts from the top, absolutely. Anyway, uh, Cronulla, though, they seem to have got things right. They oh. started really well under Craig Fitzgibbon. 18 uh, nil over the Knights, who had the hurricane behind them in the first half and couldn't do anything with it. And the Sharkies were just too good in every department. Yeah, they were. Um, I'm happy. House prizes going back up in the Shire when the Sharkies go good. So I'm all <laughs> happy. Everyone's happy down there in the Shire. But um, look, really um, a good start there for um, for Fitz down there at uh, at Shark Park. Um, obviously missed the first round with COVID, uh, but after then they haven't really missed a beat. And it's been um, really... And, and looking at a little bit of social media content, I think uh, Willie Mason said something about last night. They're playing the way that Fitz played. They're they're, they're disciplined. Uh, their their technical skills are really really good, uh, and they've got uh, the wrecking ball out in the centres that's just doing amazing things. But uh, look, and I think Fitz's thing would be their defensive record. He's well known as a as a defensive coach. He was. Uh, big on that at the Roosters, New South Wales uh, in the Blues, and and what he's been able to do to to the Sharkies um, at the start of this year to to hold Newcastle to zero. That's probably something that um, he'll be most proud of. Really entertaining game, the grand final rematch. Sometimes they don't live up to the billing, and everyone's excited about the two grand finals meeting again early in the next season. But Penrith, South Sydney, it was it was twenty six twelve in the end, but Penrith defended unbelievably well their line. So it was maybe a bit of a misnomer that. Uh, score line in terms of the separation between the two sides, but it was very, very watchable rugby league, those two, last night. Yeah, it was. It was. And yeah, a lot of the times there's um, you know, the big storylines and the the grand final rematch early in the year. Um, I thought South, they, they attacked in, in, in spurts. They didn't – it was off sort of set-piece stuff. They didn't put a lot together. Um but Penrith, it's been lost so much, and probably hasn't been lost, but it's an easy, uh, to borrow uh, Joel Kane and an easy narrative, that their, their defence <laughs> has been the thing that has been their, the cornerstone of their game uh, for, for the last three games this year and then the back end of last year. They've just defended magnificently in system and then their scramble defence. So um, for any side that's going out to... Uh, to play Penrith at Penrith in the next little bit. I think they get the Bulldogs next week at Combank. So uh, I think they started last year 12-0. and 0. Um, they're, they're headed in that right direction and with um, with obviously still Brian Toho to come back. But they're, they're wingers. Their wingers are playing like, well, there's only going to be one real wing spot here if Brian's fit and uh, their wingers were outstanding last night. 
You just wanted to say narrative, didn't you? Yep. yep. It's a good word. Yeah. Joel Kane loves it. It's Joel Kane will see him later and on. Doyen, for he loves the he loves to say Doyen too. Doyen. Yeah, Doyen's a good one. Doyen's a good one. Hey, last night, AFL, two games. Uh, yeah. D's over Essendon. Essendon 0-3. Wow. Uh, so Melbourne playing well to uh, start their premiership defence. And in Adelaide, there was two matches really unusual for a Friday night. Two matches on a Friday night because of the rejigging of the schedule, thinking that there'd be the AFLW grand final this weekend, which had to be put back because of COVID cases. But the showdown, Adelaide and Port Adelaide, and yeah, uh, like for those who are not cross it, down there in South Australia, the capital especially, they froth like few froth in Australia for this particular <laughs> matchup. And Plus in the it. end, I think, with the, did the AFL put two matches on last night, Nick, because they thought, oh, the showdown, can't have it stand alone because it might not be a great contest. Adelaide have been stinking the last couple of years. Port Adelaide have been good. We'll protect it a little with by putting another one on in Melbourne. Was that the thinking? Oh, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure, but uh, look, I think any, no matter where it is, and I think look, some of the rivalries in in uh, in the NRL as well, and in 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 soccer, no matter where they you are on the on the ladder, you might have one at the top, one at the bottom. Um, there's always that little bit extra in the in the derbies and the rivalry games, and this one certainly had it. And uh, I was watching the the back end of this and. Uh, Port just look again. I was watching two weeks ago. Uh, Port were playing Brisbane, and they uh, they didn't really find the line there, and they, they didn't find the line again last night. And it was an interesting uh, uh, little series of events at the back end there with uh, the Adelaide player just coming back from a neck surgery, copping one high, had to go off. And if you were gonna hand pick someone at Adelaide Oval to take the last shot, it's the man that you just paid big dollars to with the, probably the best kick in your team, Jordan Dawson. Jordan Dawson in his first showdown has the game on his boot. There's nothing the coaches can do. It's only one man to cover himself in glory. It's coming back. So does Jordan rock up to Mr. Kim's after the game and doesn't have to pay for a drink? Is it fair to say? Yeah, oh, it's not really his go, Dorso. Uh, Is it? It's not really his go. But it, it, it had a lot of his ball flight in golf, that shot. <laughs> it had a, a lot of his ball flight. Just that little weak fade at the end. Now, he does play good golf, Dorso, actually. But uh, really good for him. Um, look, being a, you know, uh, a young, relatively young guy, and, and coming across as a as their big recruit to be able to do that in a showdown. Um, so a big coin? Well, we're talking like six hundred a year or oh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, to be yeah, to be big enough. Yeah. About your sort of your sort of you know range, but yeah. to go over there to Adelaide in a showdown, you know, have the the after the siren and kick the goal. Uh, Give yourself plenty of confidence going forward. The Crows are look; they are building. They are building. We're going to talk a little bit later about um, some of the stuff that's been spoken about them during the week. Yeah, but uh, they are building, and and to get a win over Port, uh, you definitely bank that if you're a Crow supporter. Bit of cricket uh, tomorrow. It's the Women's World Cup. Australia play England in the final of the World Cup over there in New Zealand. Australia looking to go undefeated and claim their seventh World Cup. Uh, the Shield final on at the moment. The Vicks trail by 239 runs in the first innings. Stumps on day two, three for 146. Will Bukowski looked good yesterday, 59. Uh, played a little bit of a loose one when he was on 59, but that was about his first loose shot. He looked Informed WA were bowled out for 386. Rugby Union, Crusaders, 
17, Highlanders 14. And uh, New South Wales Waratahs capped a pretty rough week for the Fijian Drewer, who had to move from Lennox Head because it flooded again. Their coach got COVID. They got beaten by the Waratahs 38-14 last night. Michael Hooper was back scoring a try in his return. The NBL catch every game live on ESPN with KO. Uh, Adelaide 36 is 72. The Jack Jumpers, 80. The Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. It's really hard to say that team's name without enthusiasm, especially when they do well. Jack Jumpers. The yeah. Jack Jumpers. Now won six of their last seven. They're going to play the Sydney Kings on Sunday, who are looking for 10 straight themselves. Wow. Uh, catch every game of the biggest NBL season yet live on ESPN, streamed on KO. A-League, none last night. Tonight, Sydney FC taking on the Western Sydney Wanderers. But the World Cup draw was held overnight, Nick. And we're still a chance. We're still a chance. <laughs> we're, st- <laughs> we're still in Christmas. <laughs> we're going to beat UAE. We've got to so beat Peru. Me there's a chance. And then if we get all that right, we got the easy game, first game of the World Cup taking on France. <laughs> World the Lord, champion. The Lord will probably have a market. A if not, he can get one up. Yeah! <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'm on board until there's no chance. <laughs> and then? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we've got France, Denmark, and Tunisia in our group. So it's very similar to the group that the Socceroos had at the 2018 World Cup. We played Peru, who was in that group, to qualify for this World Cup, if all that makes sense. But that's going to go down in uh, June in Doha, those two playoffs. Is that the group of death? There's always a group of death. No, group of death. The Kiwis, who have qualified for their first World Cup since 2010. Oh, so they're in. So they're in. No, they have to beat Costa Rica. And we're out. No, the Kiwis have to beat Costa Rica to get there in a playoff. But if they do that, they take on Japan, Germany, Spain. (laughs) Oh, All the best. Sure. <laughs> All oh, well. the very At least best. they might be there. Good point. Back in a moment on the Mowers Club, we're going to discuss conflicts of interest in the media and who we're walk- working for in footy clubs. And, uh, yeah, we're talking to an expert, Nick Davis.